Hello, everyone. We are back with another episode of Balls, Sticks, and Fists. It's your favorite show without an intro. I'm your host, Keaton, joined by my co-host, Sam. Sam, how are you doing on this fine, fine, fine Thursday afternoon? Good, man. You know, this is the most excited I've been about a college football week in a long time. Yep, and we are live. Um, Yeah, it's a very exciting weekend of college football from Friday till Saturday. It's just it's just exciting stuff, you know. This is the first time that I can remember the card being this stacked from like twelve thirty right to seven thirty. Like there's good games at every single time slot. Yeah. And the thing about that is when you're so excited, it's just so much easier to get let down. Yeah. That's that's how it could go. I mean, with twelve o'clock, you know, starting off with Clemson and Florida State, Clemson could just get run out of the building. I hope that's game. I I hope that doesn't happen, and I don't see that happening at home with Dabo. But uh, with Florida State having a close one with BC last week, they could come out the gates firing. Yeah, they could. I but, doubt that though. But I hope they don't, just for my own monetary gain. <laughs> but it would feel nice to see Dabo get his fucking uh face pushed in at home though. Yeah, I mean that. I mean, if he loses that game. I know. Already two losses four weeks in. Jeez. I mean, I don't I don't know. Where, where do you go if you're Clemson at that point? I mean, you can't fire him, but, like, uh, I, they're, they're just at a standstill, honestly. You got you to gotta push him towards NIL. You got to push him towards the portal. And, you know, got to realize other, other teams are getting better while you're staying the same from, like, three years ago. That's why I think uh, this card is really good because there's so many games that can just change like the rest of the season this week. This is completely off topic, but uh, there was like an NIL legislation uh, meeting and uh, Gene Smith, the Ohio State AD, was uh, speaking at it. And he said it is now common that a recruit asked for $5,000 just to come on a visit. That is wild. I mean, just they're gonna be- ha- they're gonna have to put some regulations on that because yeah. it's not name, image, and likeness. It's I'll pay you to play. Just just to visit five thousand dollars. Yeah, that's that's wild. Yeah, that that was off topic, but might, might as well. All right, while we're off topic, let's stay off topic. Um, I I was scrolling on Twitter, and I see a tweet, and it's like Dion blasting. Oregon fight music. This is why he's a genius. Attention to detail. It's like, dude, every school around the country that plays their away game does this. <laughs> yeah, like whenever a team's playing Florida State, you know, all practice, all they do is the yeah, tomahawk yeah. chop. Like, I get, like, Dion's doing great things at Colorado, but let's stop with the dick rides a little bit. I mean, that's just... Like, the, <laughs> the dude didn't invent football. Like, people been... <laughs> like, like, they're acting like he invented the forward pass. Like, it's like... <laughs> It's like, all right, pump the brakes a little bit. Pump the brakes. That's also ESPN too, though. Like, yeah, but this one wasn't even ESPN. It was just some freaking journalist. I'm like, dude, go to any other team playing a road game this week. It's gonna be their fight song, and it's gonna be blasted at full, full volume so that they can get their like silent, uh, silent cadences and and stuff. Like yeah, that. yeah. Like you think I was not blasting noises right now going into a whiteout at happy valley yeah you can probably hear it down the street like you (laughs) you know (laughs) it's like all right all right this is very common in the football world i know i know some of these journalists is like their first time covering like 
you know, Colorado football in a while. It's like this is yeah. a very common practice. Yeah, you know, uh, just he's just that guy right now. So everybody, you know, wants hey, to I, hype him up. I like what he's doing. Did you see that one video of him like back in the day when he was a player? And he's in front. Oh of yeah, the, talking about he, this is my house. And he's in front of the Colorado Buff. Like you can't tell me that shit's kind of weird. Like it's like yeah, weird how is... sh- like how that stuff happens sometimes. It's like what? Like this doesn't even make sense. Like the first time I saw that, I thought that was like uh, that video was edited with yes yeah. with the Buff behind them. But it turns out it was real. I was like, what? What are the odds? It's all meant yeah. to be from the start. <laughs> I mean, I mean they're. They're off to a crazy start. I, I was not expecting that at all. Like we said, we were going to take the under on three and a half wins. Like, hey, It's still very possible. They only have three wins right now. It's very possible that they – I'm kidding. I mean – I see – realistically, I see two games they can win. I mean, it's about to get a whole lot tougher. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um. This well, is to- this is totally off topic again, so might as well just stay stay the course of off topicness. <laughs> MRI confirms Trayvon Diggs suffered a torn ACL during practice. Yeah, I, I saw that he was on crutches. I mean, that's that's devastating for Cowboys fans. And it happened during the one on one periods too. Denver, like, yeah, you know. not even playing football really. Yeah, well, let's get so, to these games here. Yeah, without further ado, let's get on track. Brought to you by, I'm kidding, brought to you by no one. Um, So we're going to, some of the games we're going to spend more time on than others because this slate is just huge and there's some games like, you know, just, just to bring like, up. Like last week, they would be yeah, the better games, but this week. So starting us off, we got Oklahoma traveling to Cincinnati. Oklahoma's a minus 14 and a half. I feel like we haven't talked about Oklahoma at all. This yeah, it's, year. it's kind of been like a but a weird beginning to the season. But they've been taking care of business. I'll I'll tell you that. Like I think it's a good thing that we haven't talked about Oklahoma because they played no ones, but they've been yeah. take, they've been taking care of business, you know. They had it wasn't like really close, but it was under 20 points with SMU, but SMU is usually a pretty decent football team. Yeah, I mean, because they put 73 on Arkansas State the first week. Yeah, 73, 28, 66. I mean, is Dylan Gabriel spinning the ball? Yeah, I mean, he looked he looks good at times like last year, even when he was at UCF. Man. Yeah, 28 to 30, 28 to 31 last week. That's crazy. For 421. Jeez. <laughs> so they must be really spinning the rock. Yeah, I mean, they had, I mean, they had something to prove after those last two years. Now, I think they're going to roll through Cincinnati because Cincinnati is not a very good football team. Yeah, they're uh, they're pretty bad, especially coming off the loss to Miami of Ohio last week, and uh, they're very, uh, let's say, I would say one dimensional. Yeah, I'm uh, like Emory can't really spend the rock whenever. Yeah, and when it is a pass play, like. Majority of the time he's taken off. Yeah, and it's coming off of and the stuff he hits is usually underneath stuff, like yeah. drags and stuff. Besides like the first week where they rolled like a nobody and he was like spinning it downfield, but against any one of competition, he will not be spinning it downfield. 
Yeah, I, I I think Oklahoma rules in that one. Yeah, and Brent Venerables will certainly have a good defensive strategy for yeah. that. So <laughs> I think I think Oklahoma is gonna steam through Sensi. On to the next, uh, just a quick one. Rutgers traveling to Michigan. Michigan's minus twenty four. Yeah, I think Rutgers keeps us close. And I'm not even saying that because I don't like Michigan, but the way Michigan's been playing and like even with the clock now, like they're they're not really able to blow out teams like how you think they would just because they run the damn ball so much. Mm-hmm. And I think if uh, Rutgers gets some stops and moves the ball themselves, they can keep this close. If Rutgers can put up some points, I think it will be close. But I think Rutgers is going to – no kidding, if they put up points, it's going to be close. I was like, duh. But um, I think if uh, – where was I going with that? I think it's going to be close for, like, at least a half. I feel yeah. like we could see a, um, like, a close like, first half and then, like, a tail of two different halves. Yeah, I could see that. But I don't know. I like Greg Shiano. You know, his defense is going to be tough. Yeah, but Harbaugh's coming back now. I, yeah. think you got, I think you got to put some weight into that. Hardball is back. They don't have to wear their free hardball shirts, even though it was a freaking self-imposed suspension. But <laughs> I mean, the, the only thing, like, they've been just playing terrible teams. They could actually, ju- you know, just get up for this thing just because they're actually playing a real team for for once. Yeah, I mean, I guess, I guess we'll find out when they – what is that, a 12 o'clock kick? Yeah, that's 12 o'clock. Yeah. I don't know. I would. I would still lay the points with Michigan. I'm not touching the game, but if I, I don't know. Twenty four is a lot. Yeah, that's know. a that's a lot for teams that just really strictly run the ball. Yeah, I think Rutgers is having more of an air attack this year too, though, because in the previous years they haven't really been able to attack through the air. Yeah, they they never really had a quarterback. I I think this Rutgers team, well, from watching them the first few weeks, is actually pretty good football team i mean their quarterback uh from last year is now a tight end or a receiver so he, yeah <laughs> that, that tells you about their quarterback play in the last couple of years yeah so i'm um, um, we'll get to that later but i like Rutgers with the points in that one yeah. moving on to a marquee game is this 12 o'clock also yeah this is a highlight of 12 o'clock florida state Minus two traveling to Clemson. What do you think? I like Clemson to get the win here. I also like Clemson to get the win here. But I, think, but I just don't know. I just don't yeah. know. Like, I what, mean, what Florida State's going to show up? Yeah, I mean, uh, like the last, what was it, like three years now, Dabo's just like you think they're going to win this game and then they just come out flat and play like dog shit. But I think this is like kind of like a okay, Clemson might be in the thick of things again this year. Like the thick of things as good or thick of things as like, bad. Like good, good. Like in towards the end of the year, like they could be a playoff contender. I mean, they have to win this game, and they got yeah. show, they got to show me something. They got. I mean, show the me. last few weeks played terrible teams, but at least they actually scored. I mean, it took them a half to wake up for Charleston Southern. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I just don't you look at their schedule. I mean, you go, they have most of the tough team. Like they have every good team at home. How's Syracuse still not ranked? 
I don't know. There's uh, it doesn't even matter, but I mean, did, uh, they beat Purdue, but who else did they really beat? Yeah, but the AP will put a one loss SEC team who got like their shit beat off them. Yeah, I know. Over, but that's just that's just their bias towards the SEC over someone who's literally only let up twenty seven points in three weeks. Yeah. Total. Oh, Go Cuse. Um. So let's see. I don't know. I truly, I don't know what Clemson's going to show up. And I don't know what, it's, that's why it's so tough to get. I have literally zero read on this game, yet I'm going to have money on the game. With yeah, zero, I mean. With zero read. I think Clemson's defense is good enough to, like, keep it close, even if Clemson isn't playing great offense to begin with. Dude, I might flip my pick to FSU here. <laughs> I don't know. I'm. I've looked at this game after they lost to Duke, and I'm like, I'm gonna really like Clemson that week. I'm so like, I'm rolling with Clemson for sure. I'm mostly rolling with Clemson just off the basis of it's at Clemson home. home. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's what I'm saying. Like, if they win this game, they could spin their whole season around. Like they got North Carolina and Notre Dame, but those are both at home. I just this offense needs to show me something. Yeah, that's that's gonna be the real question. I mean, obviously, but <laughs> I just I don't know. This, Florida this... State's defense, it, they do have dudes everywhere, but I I think Dabo finds a way to win this game. Let me let me look at uh, Florida State last week real quick. I mean, Enter- entertain with Bar- Boston College. Yeah, no, I just need to look at something. Like, I know Boston College had, like, 20 penalties, and they were still in the game, but... All right, 16-24. I just need to see, like... The teams... Go to team sets. I'm just seeing, like... So, Jordan Travis didn't throw an interception. I know there was a fumble that gave BC the ball back. I just... I don't know. I don't know. Is this is this when Florida State's, like, hype dies in Death Valley? Um, I don't know. I they're so good, but like they can obviously if they drop this and still went out, they're gonna be in. I feel like they it was a look ahead week for them last week, and that's why they kind of struggled with BC. Yeah, but like even when you thought they were like pulling away, they Boston College came back. It's not like they got down real like real early and had to yeah. fight back. And that's what that's what was weird to me. Because it's like, okay, guys, like, start playing football now. You could blow this game. Yeah, I think Clemson needs to take care of the ball, obviously. I feel like – Even I feel Duke, like... is how bad, like, Clemson's offense looked at Duke, they were still in the red zone how many times and would fumble or do something yeah. stupid. I feel like if Clemson wins the turnover battle, they win the game. Yeah, I like that. I, I yeah, and I, and I don't think they can go score for score with Florida State either. Oh no chance! That defense has to play great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, on to the next. Uh, UCLA at Utah. Utah get giving six minus six at home. The return of Cam Rising. Um. Honestly, I haven't. I I don't ever know anything about UCLA, but I like them. 
<laughs> just in spite of Utah's look terrible. In, in spite, yeah, from what I've seen from Utah, and um, I think Chip Kelly can get his boys going. And also, while I'm leaning towards UCLA, it's like a three thirty kick. If it was night game in Utah, I'd lean towards Utah. But yeah, but like it's basically a night game. Like Cam Rising is coming back. Those that atmosphere is going to be insane. Yeah, but it's his first game back. You don't think he's going to. First game back from what ACL? You don't think he's gonna be a yeah. little like a little rusty? Do you think like he's actually ready, or they're just like, okay, we've looked so bad, like rushing him back to play UCLA? I don't know. I'm 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 not even sold on UCLA's quarterback play either because this Dante Moore, I'm pretty sure, was he's a um, true freshman. Yeah, yeah, he's a true freshman. I think he's from Michigan. I think, I think that's where the like, like Michigan Detroit area. I think, yeah. he went to, I think he went to King or something, but this is going to be his first real like test, and it's on the road in a very tough environment. As you can see, last week they only threw him 12 times, 8 for 12, 182, two tutties. And um, still had 59 points. That's wild. Yeah, I'll have to look at the box score on that. Let's see. 67-yard pass, one-yard run. They probably had – how many turnovers did – uh, doesn't seem like that much, but yeah, that's, I don't, that's crazy. I don't, I don't know. know. I'm Utah, laying off that. That's tricky to me. Like, I don't know. That's a tricky game. Utah just hasn't looked good, and I think uh, UCLA is going to be able to put some points up. Yeah, with like even Cam Rising being back, do they? I don't even think they have like real offensive weapons like they had last year. Let's just look at their uh, how many points they've been putting up. Uh, thirty-one against Weber State, twenty against Baylor, twenty-four against Florida. Yeah, that's that's not good offense, but their quarterback was like playing terrible. I mean, look at this defense though: eleven, thirteen, seven. And that thirteen that was like versus a. Backup quarterback at Baylor too. Yeah, I don't know. I'm a dude, that's a true freshman on the road. Yeah, and, and yeah, yeah. That that's tough, but you know which way I'm going. Yeah, I'm I'm laying off this game, but I think Utah wins a close one. Hopefully, it's the other way around. Um, <laughs> Colorado at Oregon. Oregon has sw- gone up to basically. Well, not basically. Three touchdown favorites, minus 21 at home. What was it? It was like 14 last week? Yeah, last week before the Colorado-Colorado State game, it was 14 and a half. Yeah. So, it's gone up by a whole touchdown. You think that's just because, like, they had a close game with Colorado State or, like, just because Travis Hunter? Uh, Probably both. Yeah, I mean, they, they looked terrible last week. They looked I- like the team who we thought they were going to be. Well, Dion's like has came out and said it. He said, "Just wait till we get the big dogs up front." So he's even said like they're like front seven or whatever, front five, but front seven is like small. Yeah, like so, during that Nebraska game, that I think that was like, is that after two games or one? Nebraska that, game that was week, week two. two. Yeah, because they did, that was like they had their first sack in like the fourth quarter of the year. Yeah. So I think Oregon's pretty much going to dominate this game. I think, yeah. 
<laughs> and I, I still think they have like better athletes, like weapons and stuff. Yeah. If if Colorado wins this game, true. I I can't. Like if Colorado wins this game, listen to this. Like if Colorado wins this game, they play USC next week. Can you imagine the hype for that game? Shadur versus Caleb Williams. Yeah, there's so much hype that's kicking off at 10 a.m. local. <laughs> yeah, that's actually that's wild. They put that at 12. Bro, you gotta love Fox, man. <laughs> they do that to all the big games. It's really annoying, actually. I'm. It's actually terrible. I wish they would stop, but yeah, big noon kickoff. No, I want to hear Gus Johnson at like 7:30. Yeah, I want to. I don't want to hear Gus freaking with his morning coffee. Yeah, <laughs> dude, Gus wasn't even awake for the Illinois game. Like, dude, that's way too early for him. Uh, Penn State intercepts it. <laughs> It is intercepted. It's like the guy from TikTok. Oh, intercepted. Like, dude, like, no juice. There's no juice. That's why they need a Celsius. It's also too early for him to be the be normal Gus Johnson. I know. Like, uh, that, dude, I feel like the Ohio State Penn State game, oh, 20. Oh, uh, like the Halloween game? Yeah, the Halloween game with the gray unis. When Saquon yeah. house so the opening kickoff. kickoff, yeah, that was like a weird kick time. It was three thirty, I think, wasn't it? It was like because the World Series was on after on yeah. Fox. I'm almost positive it was three thirty because, like, the beginning of the game it was sunny. Yeah, then it was dark. Yeah, because you know baseball. Yeah, I think it was 3.30. That's what they should do, though. Like, who the hell wants to get up for a game like that Yeah, but the problem, the problem is, is now CBS's main game is the 3.30 slot. So Fox Fox has the 12 o'clock slot for their big game. Yeah, I mean... CBS is 3.30 for their big game, usually. And then the nightcaps, usually ESPN or ABC. Yeah, yeah. And, but... The Big Ten has deals with freaking CBS, NBC, Fox, uh, Fox. Uh, well, Peacock's part of NBC, but it's kind of disgraceful to hear that CBS music and then look up and it's Northwestern Rutgers. Like, <laughs> Bro, no, no, nothing like uh, Northwestern versus Rutgers on like a Sunday at like noon on CBS. <laughs> <laughs> th- th- thanks CBS for your uh, for your. Uh, big game on a Sunday yeah. opening, opening college football weekend in Northwest. They got Northwestern versus Rutgers on a Sunday <laughs> afternoon. 12 <laughs> in the, people in the stands and the blazing hot in New Jersey. <laughs> like it was like 98. Um, that's funny. Uh, did we ever talk about the Colorado? No, we haven't. Um, yeah. I, we said Oregon's going to shit yeah, on. Oregon's going to sh- That's my prediction, but Dude, I've seen crazier things happen. Colorado goes into Eugene and beats Oregon. I'd be damn. Yeah, I just – I really want Oregon to win that game. Well, dude, it's not going to – dude, all the dick riders are going to be like, oh, we didn't have Travis. Yeah, true. But, I mean, yeah, obviously it makes a big difference. But, like, it's – they're going to lose the game up front. Oh, yeah. And then next week they're going to lose the game again. And Caleb's going to have, like, 500 passing yards. It's his Heisman moment. I don't think he takes the Heisman. I literally think Penix takes it this year. Dude, he could just, like, 
Dude, they, Was- they Was- have to have a good record at the end of the year, though. There's so many games they could lose. Dude, if Washington literally might like win the national championship this year, that's how high I am on Washington. <laughs> I, they do look great right now, but we'll see. I'm telling you. All right, next game: Ole Miss at Bama. Bama minus six and a half. Uh, dude, Tricky I truly, game. I truly don't know what to expect because Ole Miss doesn't have like the size of Texas to like challenge Bama like Texas up did. front. Yeah, yeah, you know because Texas is huge up front. So I don't, I don't know Ole Miss and what I've seen of Ole Miss. It's kind of like, eh. and you know. They, I don't think they – obviously, their offense is always going to put up points, but I don't think they look as good as, like, in years past. No, their offense hasn't been as good. And, the like, watching them against Tulane, I was like, frauds. I mean, this – like, I was like, I can't yeah. believe this. Because, you know, the defense is never great, so, like, they have to put up points. Yeah, but luckily for them, Bama's offense isn't that great either. Yeah. But I, news with I Bama, think... Jalen Milrow is starting. Um yeah, I mean, you got to after that week. Yeah. I think um, this is going to be a game where you're like, Bama could lose this, and, you know, Nick Saban's look terrible, and then they just go out and crush him. I mean, I don't think anyone – I don't know. I don't know. No one's expecting anything from Bama now. Exactly. But, I, I think that's where Bama <clears throat> just puts their foot down. Yeah, but I thought they were going to put their foot down against USF and let out all that frustration, and they end up winning like 17-7. <laughs> well, I mean, that the quarterback play was terrible. Yeah. I mean, as bad as Mil- Milrow, Milrow made terrible mistakes versus Texas, but he was night and day to Tyler Buchner. I just don't think – I don't know. I'm not high on Tommy Reese, and to win games, you need a good OC calling plays. And I just don't think Reese is that good of a uh, play caller. I think uh, Bama just dominates on, like, defense line, offense line. They just dominate Ole Miss and yeah, take but care Bama, of business. Bama's not that big up front either this year. Yeah, but they're they're better than Ole Miss. Yeah. I got – I don't know. I think Ole Miss might cover the six and a half, though. I don't know. I'll, I'll know. Ole Miss's offense, whenever they go up against someone legitimate, always stumble. They always. Yeah. And when they go three and out, they they run like three plays in 30 seconds. So the defense is on the field the entire game. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely not a good look for like the defense just because they go so fast, but like it could be an incompletion, incompletion, yeah. <laughs> incompletion punt back on and, the field. And even when they score, it's like, Four plays, 70 yards, like a minute. Yeah. I'm taking Bama on this one, though. No, I I would go. I don't know. Does Lane finally get – does Lane finally get one on Saban? Not a chance. Oh, no, he didn't win that game. Yeah, I don't think so. You don't think? No. Oregon State minus three traveling to Washington State. This is a 7 o'clock game, so I think it's 5 o'clock. Five o'clock local in Washington. I think. I think Washington's on Mountain Time. I don't think. Or is yeah, Washington not, on Pacific? I'm not sure. Know. It's either five or four local kick. But talk about a tough place to go and play. Yeah, Washington State was a. Uh, they really got up for that game. Wisconsin. I don't know. These are like two teams that could like 
potentially take the next step and like have a great year, New Year's Six Bowl. I mean, I, I don't know what to make of either of them right now, though. I mean, this isn't like a flash in a pan for Oregon State. Like they've been building like for like a couple. Yeah, of years they now. they had a pretty good year last year. Yeah, so like this isn't just like new to them. And, and I think even Washington State, I mean, they yeah. still had like eight win seasons and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I think this is gonna be a good game. Uh, I'm leaning towards Wash State just for the simple fact is at home and what is that Pullman, Washington? I think so. Um, if I had to choose, I'm not taking anybody in this game, but I'd take Oregon State. I think they look good so far. Yeah, when DJ has about three minutes to sit in the pocket, you know, yeah. eventually someone's going to get open. <laughs> I don't know. I like Wash State. Uh, Arkansas at LSU. This is just going to be a skimmy. Arkansas lost against BYU last week at home. Um, LSU dominated Mississippi State. I think LSU's probably going to uh, – LSU's probably going to dog them again. I think so, too. I Arkansas can't play defense. Yeah. Freaking neighbors probably freaking have another 200-yard game. Yeah, he's legit. Texas minus 15 traveling to Baylor. Um, Let's see if Texas gets up for this one. Yeah, I mean, hangover week last week, kind of expected it. And who knows? It was Wyoming, right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean – they could actually be like pretty good football team. But you keep on saying that. That's... They beat Texas Tech. Yeah, at I, Texas Tech. I, I, I or, no, it was at Wyoming. Never mind. But yeah, and then they. I mean, laid an egg. That that was a hangover. I mean, Portland State did just put ninety two up on uh, North America College or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> All of North America, they put freaking ninety two on. I mean, and they played Texas tough. What was it, 10-10 going in the fourth? Yeah, and then there was uh, Worthy got a big reception, pick six, and then they, like, scored another touchdown. But either way, it, no matter who Texas played that week, you you were expecting a hangover. Yeah, this is like a game that Baylor, like, finds a way to win, even though they look like dog. And that's just, like, how Texas is. Like, they have that win, and you think, oh, that's how the back. whole That's how the whole Big 12 is, though. Yeah, like they true. just take they just take turns like upsetting each other almost. Yeah, that's why like, they never really get a team in there. Yeah, besides Oklahoma, and yeah, with the, I mean, he had like back to back Heisman Trophy winners. Yeah, Oklahoma and TCU, and then they get in the bowl game and give up eighty points. Easy how it goes. Um, that's just an interest. Oh fuck! I just that's an interesting game to um keep an eye on though. I don't know one time that kicks. Um, you know, you know what Texas does? So they laid an egg last week, but no one could watch them because they were on the Longhorn Network. Yeah. <laughs> I think so it's, I think it's a seven thirty game. So so someone had Texas like ranked like two number two in their thing, and it was like Texas putting their games on the uh, Longhorn Network so journalists can't watch. <laughs> um, I mean I don't 7- 7.30. Yeah, I don't think Baylor wins, obviously, but I think they could play them close in it, like give Texas a scare. Yeah, I feel like um, – Is Baylor's quarterback back? That's Shapin. 
Let's see. Uh, not expected to play against Texas. Yeah, that's that's huge. I mean, dude, just look at Tech. Eventually, these wheels are going to get fallen off. They're going to get taken off. Kansas, I don't know. The Big 12 is so bad. Kansas Kansas next week. Oklahoma and the Red River, whatever they, it's called. They play both of those at home. Yeah, but the Red River is the neutral site. Yeah. But, I, I mean, I won't. They have but no it, problem getting up for that game. Well, yeah. I don't know. We, we shall see. We're getting... It's crazy to say, but we're almost halfway through. We're almost halfway through the season already. Yeah, that's nuts. When you start looking at this, we got one, two. After this week, we got one, two, three, four, five, eight games left. Yeah. Almost, almost six weeks in. Goes fast. All right, on to the next. Iowa at Penn State minus fifteen. Take it away. Um, Penn State's offense looked pretty terrible last week, honestly. Couldn't punch the ball in the end zone. I think they get back to how they were playing t- before. At least they're not turning over the ball. Yeah. They, that, yeah and exactly. I saw something. Uh, Drew Allers, the highest-rated quarterback under pressure with like a 90, 90 rating. Yeah. yeah, I saw that too. I mean, I don't think if he controls – like the only way Iowa can keep this close is if they have turnovers and like kickoffs or touchdown. Otherwise, I think – Penn State shuts down this offense pretty easily. What if Iowa just comes out slinging the Brock all over? <laughs> Freaking Cade McAmara has like 300 and like 47 passing yards, three tutties. I wouldn't come on next week. Uh, that, uh, it's not going to happen because we all know what Iowa's going to come out with. I, yeah. form, I formation with a fullback. Extra, I think, extra tight end in. But I think uh, Iowa's two starting running backs are out. Let's see. Iowa injury report. Yeah, so they lost Luke Lakey, the um, tight end. Yeah, three key players on offense. I think both two of the three are running backs. Yeah, they're and those running backs kind of sprung the big plays against Iowa State. Yeah, I, I mean they always have good backs. So yeah. Uh, and it's a whiteout home. So, so Caleb Johnson and Jazion Patterson both out. Yeah. So, uh, Johnson missed the Western Michigan game due to high ankle sprain, and then Patterson filled in, and then got hurt against Western Michigan, and now they're both out. <laughs> so it's bad luck. Yeah, I think I think Penn State rolls in this one. You taking Iowa? Fuck no! I'm staying away from this. I I want. Nope. Um, UNC minus seven traveling to Acushur Stadium to play to play rocking atmosphere to play the Pittsburgh Panthers, hosted in Boo City. I mean, that's what Narduzzi came out and said at his press conference. Oh, this is Boo City. It's like, dude, you're such a fucking – he's so dumb. He, he really knows how to get people on his side. Yeah, and I, I actually, like, it's confirmed now that Phil's starting again. Yeah, I told, bro, he made that decision Saturday, literally after the West <laughs> Virginia game. 
I just don't get how you do that to your team. Oh, dude, I bet that I bet I. So the locker room has to be divided. I, no doubt, and this is how out of touch freaking Pat is, Narduzzi. He literally, someone asked him. He said, "Does Phil still have the support in the locker room?" He goes, "Absolutely." It's like, dude, I can tell you right now if a quarterback's going, where's my notepad? Where's my notepad? At? Hold on. If a if a quarterback is going, hold on. Let's see. Where's it at? Where is it at? If a quarterback is going, uh, where's that? Where's that? Verse eight of 20, 81 yards and three interceptions. And there is a quarterback behind them that can that people think can play better, and he's sticking with them. I can tell you right now, there's so much shit talk going on behind the back. Oh in yeah, that, and, in that locker room, there's dude that defense literally like kept Dovey to what 17 points, and like 14 of those points were off interceptions that yeah they got they placed. Gave up, they got they got placed in the red zone like automatically off the. Uh, what did Pitt give up? Like 150 yards. Less than well, 60 passing yards, and then whatever on the yeah ground. I mean, it was a terrible game. And it's not even like that was just a one-time thing with Phil. He did that the week before, too. Bro, if they open up with, like, three straight, like, three and outs. Oh, my God, those fans are going to leave. I mean, the student section already fails early because, like, they don't really care about football. Yeah, the 12,000 that are there will leave. (laughs) No, I bet they get, like, 32. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Nar- Narduzzi's so out of touch. If you and it's a night game too. Who the hell wants to sit there at night, bro? It's it. It is not like it's not like a six thirty kick or a seven kick or seven thirty kick. It's an eight o'clock kick. That's yeah. late. That that's a that's a late kick. And uh, yeah, I call bullshit on Narduzzi saying that Phil has the support of the locker room. Yeah, because just just from experience, when it's just. You know, locker dude, it's locker room talk. Like someone's your quarterback's thrown ten of thirty-two and eight of twenty in back-to-back weeks. Yeah, I mean, and when no there's doubt. a wide-open receiver, it's either twenty yards over his head or fifteen yards short. <laughs> He's th- trying to throw in between, so he gets there. He has no trust in his. He literally has no trust in his arm. Yeah, I don't know what's going on there, and shit. UNC looks good. Yeah, I'm actually. UNC- Yes, you should roll. I'm looking forward to this game, not not for the actual game, but for like the the aftermath of like UNC like smashing like Pitt in. I know that's my alma mater, but Narduzzi's not the guy for the job. What? Just watch like Pitt come out and win this game. Like that's just such a Pitt thing to do. No, this is a game. They've had these games like last year when like. Narduzzi didn't want to throw it with fucking Slovis because he got Slovis killed and it like killed Slovis's freaking season last year just because off the hits taken. But uh, like they would feed, I think it was against Virginia Tech last year. They fed oh, like when Izzy ran well. Yeah. This is like one of the games where like uh, Rodney Hammond has like four touchdowns on UNC's defense or some <laughs> yeah, shit. Yeah. You know, and then like Drake May gets sacked like eight times and some like horse shit happened. Or it's like or it's like a rainy, rainy ass game and it like favors Pitt. 
yeah, that that's the type of shit that happens to Pitt in these situations. But with that being said, I I think UNC just blows the doors off him. Yeah, and then let, let's see what. All right, all right. Let, let's let's make a little friendly wager, not not real wager, but like how. Do you think Narduzzi switches quarterbacks before half? Not a shot. Do you think Phil finishes the game? No. So you I th- think I think it's switch at halftime. At half? I don't know. I th- I think he's gonna make Phil finish the game. I think Phil finishes the <laughs> that whole would be that's right. just like bad to your player. All right. If Phil finishes the whole game, what do you think his stat line is? I mean, West Virginia's secondary is terrible. I'm calling, like, freaking, like, maybe 8 of 30 because they're going to be down real big. <laughs> yeah, if, if USC gets any lead, like, Narduzzi, it's, like, the most frustrating thing because they'll get down and then they'll still line up in eye formation and hand off the ball. <laughs> yeah, but, like, I think they're going to be down so much. Like, they're down, like, two, three scores, like, early, like, Holy shit. They don't feel the need to pass the ball until they're down in like the fourth quarter. That's when they like take like the training training wheels off. Uh, there's not a shot I turn on this game. I'm gonna have it on. I'll probably have it on my big screen too. Just, <laughs> just, just to see I, if he gets benched. Just kidding. I this is the TV setup I'm rocking for the night slate. On the big 70 inch Ohio State Notre Dame. And then on uh like a thirty two inch below probably uh Penn State Iowa um and then on my kitchen TV by the bar that will be the Pitt UNC game yeah and then, you can peek over if you wanna yeah and then on the other TV below the T big TV I'll have to put on um Oregon State Washington State probably yeah. Or Texas Baylor if that gets close. Yeah, if it gets close, but those games, dude, those those bad Big Twelve games are tough watches, man. Oh my god, I know. <laughs> it's they're tough watches. And the main event of the evening, we're gonna spend some time. Ohio State minus three, going into South Bend, and taking taking on the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. What do you think? Notre Dame wins. Not I told you since the start of the year that Notre Dame is winning this football game. Not a shot. And Green look, unis, nighttime. Look, I – all right, yeah. Yeah, I see that. But but I think last week, like, if if Ohio State didn't show me what they showed me in, like, the, like the final nine minutes of the first half and then the remaining of, like, the game – I'd be like, yeah, they're gonna lose this game, but it showed me that they have a they have a pulse, they have a heartbeat, and I think I think it's gonna I think they're gonna make uh not easy work, but they're gonna make work of Notre Dame. Yeah, and I, I and I love it's that minus three because last year it was that like fourteen. <laughs> it was if you looked at it like after Ohio State's week one game, I'm pretty sure it was seven and a half. Or no, before the week one game, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. I think, I don't know, because Freeman last year, Marcus Freeman drew up such a good defense 
to you like shut down your offense. Yeah, no, to limit uh, Ohio State. And he's probably going to draw. I don't know. I think he's going to be more aggressive with the oh, first. Oh, for sure. Because he with, actually has a good offense this year. I think I think Marcus is going to draw up something more aggressive, especially to try and rattle Kyle on the road. And I think that's going to leave some openings. And I think we're going to see Kyle sling that thing. And R- Ryan Day was intense today at his uh, press conference. And they asked him the game plan. And you know what he said? He said, we're going to let it rip. You know that he's not going to. He said, we're going to let it rip. I'm it like, took him 13 weeks last year to let him live. Yeah, maybe he learned. Dude, if Ryan Day from the Georgia game shows up, it's a wrap. <laughs> yeah, but that, that'll never happen. He No, no. Ryan Day from the Georgia game is showing up. You're out of your mind. I'm, it's gonna, Sam Hartman's going to have like 350 and like four touchdowns. I am worried about uh, Esteban or whatever the hell his name is. Estime? Yeah. The running back? Yeah. Yeah, that, he, he broke a couple last year for – for chunk plays. This will be interesting because, like, we all always talk about the Ohio State offense, but if that defense is legit this year. The D-line's still getting no pressure. I know. That's in, like, and the only way that NC State was stopping that offense, they, they were – they sacked Hartman at least five or six times. I know. That's the thing. If they can't get any pressure on Hartman and he's able to sit in a clean pocket, he's going to pick apart that defense. Yeah, and then you got the run game behind it. Yeah, but first year quarterback on offense too. I don't know. This is a big like NFL awakening for uh, JT Timolab Malu <laughs> and uh, Jack Sawyer. Single handedly beat Penn State last year. Yeah, dude, we need need to set the edge. Need to set the edge. But this, we also this need is going to be a great game. I think this is going to be like a classic. We need to get pressure on the interior too. Yeah, every single classic Ohio State's been a part of in my lifetime. I've always came up, came on on the, the like the other side, like <laughs> on the Ellis. Besides the ones against Penn State. Oh yeah, funny guy. <laughs> what? It was like a, it was getting a little tradition there. Is he like, <laughs> all right, all right, Penn State, go get your first half lead. <laughs> go hey. into the fourth quarter up fourteen. We know hey. you're gonna blow it. Hey, JT Barrett's gonna freaking like not have a single incompletion in the second half and like. <laughs> Franklin's gonna throw the ball and not run Saquon. Uh, we're gonna get a block punt to like totally switch the momentum. <laughs> yeah, I, I just I don't see Ohio State winning this game at all. Like, I don't know. Dude, I think that's why like they're gonna surprise everyone because everyone's writing them off. Freaking Joel Clatt brought up such a good point on his pod. He says, "Imagine a world where." Uh, Kyle McCord at home throws three interceptions against Bowling Green, and it's like a tight game. The world would be on fire. Oh, Ohio State! Did. No one's talking about Michigan's close ass game last week. Literally, not a not a soul. But Ohio State like took a couple weeks to like make it live, and like they dropped to like six in everyone's polls. Yeah, because uh, Harbaugh wasn't there. That's why he threw those picks. Dude, that's the most goofy-ass shit I've ever seen. Free hardball <laughs> with shirts. And then before their first play of the season, they all have, like, the fours up. I'm like, dude, <laughs> it's self-imposed. <laughs> like, he's it's a self-imposed suspension. And you guys don't play for team for three weeks. That's why they're doing it. 
Yeah, no, just to get the NCA off their back because he brought he bought a cheeseburger for a recruit. <laughs> we could go out and coach them against UNLV in the win. Yeah, no, give me a fucking headset. I'll, I'll <laughs> g- give me a headset, please. Oh, dude, I don't know. The green uniforms end up being a night game is kind of scary. If Ohio State ends up winning the game, offense, uh, Carnell Tate will have a big game. He finally scored his fucking first touchdown last week. Yeah, he's. He, they're going to be so worried about Abuka. You think they're going to utilize? You think they're going to utilize Carnell Tate finally? Because they really I, haven't utilized him. I know. I, I don't know why. Because like, Devin, Devin Brown's still there. Well, Devin Brown's the one who threw him the tutty. Yeah. So like the, I hope because dude, you gotta play the best. Like, you yeah. can't just stick with Fleming. You, you know, Fleming. You know, get a couple. You know couple First snaps, down. But, you know get, get a couple snaps but come on bring bring Cardinal and I think it's just because Cardinal and um Marvin played like the same yeah uh, like the, they're the, similar yeah yeah and I don't know I'm really interested to see this offensive game plan Ohio State draws up because I don't think they're gonna be looking at tape at what Marcus did on defense last year and they're gonna get a totally different look I think oh yeah for sure I mean if Ohio State think, can establish a run. Well, that's what I'm – they're going to be feeding Trav, – Travion's, like, had a couple fucking, like, 30-yard tutties. Um, Chip, Chip's running mean. My, yeah, I, I mean, after my, the first week, everybody was saying that Chip was the best running back on the team. Yeah, what they do, though, in the red zone, they'll put him at, like, fullback. And then mine <laughs> like Run power high. And then Mayan behind them, and they'll just fucking run it. I don't know. Ohio State's red zone offense has been so sus under Ryan Day. Like, not even like, I'm talking about like Clemson in like 2019. The amount of field yeah, goals they that run they away had with is, that game if they stop kicking field goals. Yeah, I know the amount. You know, and it's like can't settle for field goals in the red zone. If especially, they do that against Notre Dame, they they're gonna lose. Like, yeah, especially against this Notre Dame offense because last year they kind of got bailed out because Notre Dame's offense was freaking. Atrocious. Man, Tommy Reese and Buchner. That's what... Tom, Tom Reese Buchner and Drew Pine, or whatever the <laughs> hell his name is, who like lost to like Fresno or whoever the hell he lost to last last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, yeah, it's Fresno State. He freaking went yeah, like five yeah. of twenty with like two picks and had like an <laughs> eight eight QBR rating. <laughs> yeah, so like know. final thoughts on that game. Notre Dame wins. I've been saying it all year. I'm. I got. I got. I got a state. I'm just interested to see what Marcus does on the back end. Because last year he was a little scared of CJ like airing it out. So he played like real conservative, nothing over the top. Yeah. It, this year, I don't think he's going to be scared because Ohio State hasn't shown that they can air it out like that. Yeah. I mean, that's like, this could be like the biggest game of the year for like the playoff, honestly. I think we're going to learn a lot. But I got Ohio State. Um, so Sam, let's go into some gambling. Fourteen and five overall for yourself. Not too bad. Take us away on your picks. All right. Uh, to start, I got Texas A and M minus eight and a half against Auburn. That Auburn team. That Auburn Cal game might have been the worst football game I've ever watched, and it's. I think A and M's actually good. And Auburn's terrible, so I'm laying the eight and a half. 
Clemson money line. I think they pull out a close one at home. Rutgers plus 24. Michigan's been terrible so far against shitty teams, and Rutgers actually has shown me that they're a decent team. I think they can stay within the number. Maryland minus 7.5. I like Maryland squad this year, and it's pretty much a fade on Michigan State. Terrible. Uh, Notre Dame money line. I think they beat Ohio State. And then Penn State minus 15.5. They've covered every game so far, so I'm rolling with them. And then I'm also going to play a four-team teaser. LSU, uh, Oregon, Kansas, Bama. You get LSU down to 11.5. Tell, tell them uh, the overall tease. You're teasing six oh, points. Oh, yeah, six points, yeah. Uh, Oregon minus 15.5. Uh, Kansas minus 3.5 against BYU. And Bama minus one basically to win the game, plus 270. All right, so for the listeners that don't know what a teaser is, so what you're doing is basically you're buying points. So on this teaser, he's buying six points on all these legs. So LSU, he's buying down to 11 and a half when they're originally um, at uh, they're 17 originally and a half. Yeah. 17 and a half. Oregon's like 21, buying down. So this just gives you uh, a better chance. Well, not better. I don't know. Yeah, not it better. Just it's still points, gambling. Yeah. It's just, you're just buying points down. So his overall teaser is at plus 270. Yep. Yep. Um. So on my official record, because I started keeping track last week, I am one and two. If I started keeping track from week one, I'd probably be two and ten. But it don't matter. It's a brand new week. And this is where we go. I got can't I'm a ride Kansas State. Uh I forget one part of Kansas they live in. But Manhattan. Manhattan yep. Manhattan, Kansas. And it's a very tough place to play. It's a night game. And uh, UCF's coming to town. I'm going to lay the minus four on Kansas State. Bounce back week from their loss against Mizzou. And I think Manhattan's just such a tough place at night to win. Uh, They go go crazy. Um, I got Ohio State minus three. We already talked about that. I I don't know. This is going to be an interesting game. I think there's going to be a lot of ups and downs of this game. I think Ohio State's going to establish the run early, whether it be with Travion, Chip, or Mayan. Uh, then how can't you not do this after seeing Pitt's performance last week? North Carolina minus the seven half at Pitt. Uh, until Pitt can prove that they can actually move the ball and like put points on the board. I don't think there's like any reason to not fade them every single week with the points. Yeah, I agree. Then I have a three leg personal money line, money line lay. Uh, last week we did not do good on this, but it's a <laughs> it's a new week, and these odds are plus fourteen fifteen. Um, Might want to take some of these straight too because I I bet I get two out of three of these. There's no <laughs> doubt in my mind. I got Washington State money line plus one thirty six against Oregon State. Uh I love Oregon State. I don't like going against them, but I just think going into it being a home game at night, I'm gonna go with the home team taking yeah. away in the in the especially in the Pac twelve. How many how many times you see a Pac-12 team at night like upset someone? 
Yeah, they, they always just end with two losses. Yeah. Um, this one, I, I don't know. This one's just a name play. I just don't think Dabo's going to lose it at, against Florida State at home. I got Clemson plus 114. Then my third leg, UCLA money line plus 200 at Utah. Uh, we really don't know what UCLA is, but we know Utah has been struggling on the offensive side of the ball. I don't like that it's at Utah, but I like that it's a 3:30 game. So, so I'm a I'm a roll with UCLA as long as they don't make mistakes. Uh, I know their defense has been like suspect in the past years, but um, I don't know. It's such it's gonna be such a tough environment for Dante Moore to. Yeah, get his feet wet as a true fr- true freshman, but I'll roll with UCLA and Chip Kelly. So those three legs bring you out to plus one thousand four hundred fifteen. Uh, I don't I don't know. This might be a quarter quarter unit play. Yeah. Um. And then our team card. You you should play these ones straight too because. So far, it's been like two out of three each time. Yeah, we're come so close. It's always the last one too. The first two always hit. Yeah, but this time we we're staying away from the we're staying away from the overs. Yeah, we got uh Washington minus twenty and a half against Cal. I'm surprised this isn't like twenty five to like twenty eight. Yeah. I don't know. Cal, Cal is terrible. I don't know what the books know, but I'm kind of kind of worried about this one. <laughs> Then we have Syracuse minus 13 at home against Army. I mean, Schrader looked like Johnny Manziel last week. I mean, I love this Syracuse team. With the play fake? Not really the play fake. Like, even in the pocket under pressure, he was he was getting it done. And the Carrier Dome's a tough place to play. And I know Army, Army went away from the triple option. And, uh, you know, I just think Syracuse will hopefully win by – more than 13 points. Yeah. Our last leg, Texas Tech minus three and a half first half spread. Um, I don't know if the, I don't know if this West Virginia team can score points. Yeah. It's like Garrett Greens, is he gonna be out this week? It doesn't matter who plays, their offense is the same. Yeah. Just run the ball down your throat. That's why that's why we're rolling with Texas Tech first half, especially minus three and a half. I mean, yeah, could, yeah, that's the first the, the first half could end seven three seven zero like unless, yeah. until West Virginia shows that they can like throw the ball on like a not a Duquesne, you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think I think that's the right play, and that brings you out to plus five eighty nine on our official book DraftKings. Just kidding, it's not our official. <laughs> it's not. It's not. It's it's not our official book, but. Uh, Sam, any last regards? No, I mean, it's going to be a great week of college football. Best week, week, week four. It's going to get, we're going to find out who's the, who's the contenders and who's the pretenders. And we're, that's going to wrap us up here at Ball Sticks and Fists. It's your favorite show without an outro. Peace.